Welcome everybody to episode 9 of the Thunk Life Podcast. I'm your host, Cody Godet. Find me on Instagram, CodyG underscore LA, or my name on Facebook, Cody Godet. And you can also find the Thunk Life Podcast on Instagram at Thunk Life Podcast. We thank you for joining us today. We are going to do something a little different. We do not have a guest today. I was just a little bit too busy with some travel plans this weekend, so I couldn't line one up. We're going to try a little mini episode. We're going to go solo and just talk about a topic. I'm probably going to do a few of these every now and then. And today's just going to be some beginner tips for people trying to start out knife throwing. So if you've only been throwing a little bit or played around at someone else's house or uh, never done it before but thinking about trying it, hopefully you can get some good tips today. So we're basically going to break it down into uh, two areas. We're going to talk about targets to throw at first, and then we're going to talk about the different types of knives and hatchets slash axes you can get. So targets first. This is probably the one that people have more trouble with because knives are pretty available online now. So let's talk about targets. So there's basically three types of targets. Uh, There's log rounds, which are basically just slices of tree trunks that that have been cut down or knocked down. And then you have your ingrain targets, and we'll talk about those in more detail. And then you basically just have your stumps or dead trees. So let's start with log rounds. So basically, uh, you'll see a lot of these in videos. It's just a little slice of a a tree trunk that people mount onto a wooden backing of some sort. Um, These are great. They're probably the best kind of target, I would say. Uh, They last a extremely long time if you take care of them properly and we'll talk about that as well and uh, they don't make a lot of noise because they're so solid that when the knives or axes hit them they don't reverb a lot and they're super solid Um, so what types of woods are best so I'm definitely no uh, arborist over here but I've uh, done a little bit of research and according to you know popular opinion cottonwood and poplar seems to be the best type of wood to use now, if those aren't readily available, some other good types are pine, spruce, and cedar. Now, I personally use pine log rounds because it's kind of more available around here, and they work very well. Uh, they're nice and soft. The knives will stick into them very easily. Uh, you do have to deal with sap a little bit. Someone told me one time that if you kind of put them on some bricks or something, you know, laying face down, and you water them three or four times a day for a week or two, some of that sap will just kind of kind of drain out. So it's definitely something you can try, and uh, let me know if you try that and if it works well for you. I've done it on my targets, and it seems to help with the sap. So woods to stay away from, these are pretty much any of your, what they call hardwoods, which would be walnut, maple, oaks, and that sort of thing. It's not that you can't use them, but they are harder, so the knives won't stick as easy, and <clears throat> you risk the knives bouncing back and uh, ricocheting off and uh, coming back at you. So just to be safe, you want to stick with some of the softer woods. And so the second type of target is the end grain target. So you also see these in a bunch of videos. Uh, Also a great option. I've had one of these myself. You basically just take a 4x4 post or you could even use a 2x4 or something and you just cut it into small. If you're using a post, you cut it into small cubes. Um, about the width of a 2x4, a manufactured 2x4, which I think is like 3.75 inches or something. And you use the inside faces, which are the softer 
uh, faces of the cubes um, pointing out at your target. And then you build a small frame around it with 2x4s to hold them all together. And you can put glue in between the cubes to kind of make them a little bit easier to to stack together while you're building it and keep them all together. And a lot of people will use a, a long vise or, or something like that to try to hold it all together. And then you screw in the sides and... Um, a lot of people will put a, a backboard on it and then screw in each cube as well just to hold them in place better. Uh, one of the benefits of this is that if you start wearing out the center more than the outsides, you can just replace individual cubes inside of it instead of having to redo your whole target. And you can make them to size, you can hang them pretty easy. You can also mount them to backboards like the like the pine, like the uh, log rounds as well. So It's a great option for people that can't find... Uh, log rounds or log rounds might be too heavy for you to mount. This will be relatively light and uh, and you can make it whatever size you want. And the last thing to remember about the previous two target types is to wet them occasionally. You got to spray them down. Uh, it keeps the wood nice and soft and it'll make your targets last a lot longer. Uh, the wood won't split and crack as easy. Uh, the holes will kind of fill up and yeah so I keep a gallon water sprayer next to my targets and spray them down good before and after every session and keep your targets looking good and uh, make them last a lot longer so the third option would be you know if you do live in a, a wooded area or forest area finding stumps or dead trees so please stay away from live trees and it's kind of a controversial topic some people say oh it doesn't matter there's enough trees out there that even if i'm throwing at this one it won't hurt anything but it is very bad for the tree um, I've had personal experience where someone came over and they were not quite very good and they kept missing my targets and hitting my tree because I had the target mounted on a tree. And it did not take long for the tree to start kind of oozing out some sort of, uh, sappiness. And, uh, I looked it up and apparently the tree got infected. So thankfully it's okay now, but it really it doesn't take much, uh, damage to a tree to, to possibly ruin it. So we want to take care of all of our trees out there. So please, if you're going to throw, make sure it's a dead tree or a stump. And the targets to stay away from is basically plywood. I know it seems like a really easy option to buy a piece of plywood and lean it up against something, but plywood is very hard. It's uh, sandwiched together really tight to make it extremely hard. And uh, your knives will bounce off of it and come back at you. It's almost a guarantee. And not to mention the fact that it's really loud. Even when you stick it, uh, it'll you will definitely notice a sound difference. Uh, the thunk that you get in a log round is much more satisfying than the stick you'll get on a piece of plywood, so please stay away from that if possible. Alright, so let's move on to knives, or axes and hatchets, but don't have as much experience in axes and hatchets, so we're going to spend most of our time in the knives section. So, um, so you have to break it down, really. Uh, I know a lot of people on the forums and the <clears throat> Facebook groups will say, okay, what's the best knife I can get? Well, that's a <laughs> pretty tricky question because the best knife that you can get is the best one that you can afford. So you really need to figure out your price range if you're really just trying this out for the first time, not sure if you're going to make this into a, a thing that you really want to do so you don't want a big investment. You can definitely buy a set of inexpensive knives that'll be pretty decent for you. But if you're a little bit more than a beginner and you want to step up to a better set of knives they have those out there as well 
And if you're really starting to get into competitions and things like that, you'll definitely want to set a professional, probably custom-made knives, which is in a different price packet. So the purpose of this podcast, we're going to stick with the beginners who's just trying to get into it and relatively inexpensively. So from there, you have to decide what style of throwing that you're going to try. Um, if you want to start off with no-spin throwing, that's great. And if you want to start off with rotational, you'll probably need a, a slightly different set of knives. But if you want to do both, they have some knives that are probably fall in between that you can use for both. So um, I start off, I'm do mostly rotational throwing and some no-spin here and there. So um, in my own personal experience, I found that the cold steel line of mini flights, sure flights, and pro flights are pretty great mix of uh, price, durability, and performance. Um, I've not used the pro flights. Uh, so the mini flights are 10 inches, the sure flights are 12, and the pro flights are 14. And uh, oh, I forgot to mention that um, for rotational throwing, at least, you'll definitely want your knives to be at least 9 to 10 inches minimum. Uh, prefer to go a little bit more than that, like the cold steel sure flights are what I use. 90% of the time, and those are 12 inches. And basically, a longer knife will get you a more predictable rotation. And you can see, you know, kind of as your knife is flipping towards the target, it'll make it easier for you to make small adjustments to your distance or your throw to stick better. Um, cold steel ones, they're roughly about 9 to $15 a piece. Sometimes you can buy a set of three of them for a little cheaper. And uh, they're pretty great. I've been using them for a while. Um, you will have to file down some nicks and burrs if you hit one knife with another or hit bricks or something on the ground, depending on where you're throwing. They will get some little nicks in them that'll cut up your hands if you don't file them down. So as long as you stay on top of that, and uh, yeah, they're pretty decent knives. A lot of people start off with the Smith & Wesson, I think it's called the Bullseyes. Um, I mean, they're okay. They're very cheap, but they tend to break more from what I've seen. So you want to be careful with that. You definitely don't want a broken piece of a nice knife coming back at you or anything else. So I don't know. In my opinion, I'd probably stay away from those. They have the big slit down the side, down the middle of them. So it, I'm guessing that that's probably the weak point where they break. Um, other ones that I've used are the Gil Hibben Large Tonto. They're a little bit more expensive, but they're also a little heavier. And they're definitely the right size lengthwise. Um, the only caveat with those is that they come very sharp for some reason. So um, you don't want a sharp throwing knife to start out with. So basically on mine, I took a grinder to them and just ground down the edge to be super dual and kind of rounded it out, and that helped out a lot. But they are pretty good knives for throwing. Uh, they, they stick with a lot of thunk. They're heavy enough and uh, won't break the bank for you. I think it's... Uh, you know, around $40, $50 for three of them. And uh, a lot of people also use, and I've used as well, the uh, the brand is SCCO, Cisco, on Amazon. Um, it's kind of like a wavy design knife. I'm not too crazy about the wavy design, but uh, what's best about it is it's 10 inches and <clears throat> it's actually decently heavy and uh, pretty thick, so... Uh, it no-spins pretty well. I've practiced no-spin on them for quite a while. And it'll also throw rotational decently. And it's pretty durable. And I think right now you can get three of them for about $22 on Amazon. So definitely uh, look at those uh, if you are okay with the design. Like I said, I'm not crazy about it. But um, 
performance-wise, they work pretty well. And so for hatchets and axes, um, a lot of people start off using the little, the little SOG tomahawks. And those are pretty decent. They have a little spike on the back so you can throw it. And uh, yeah, not too bad. Also, the Cold Steel Competition Hatchet is something that I've used recently, and it's pretty decent for about eighteen to twenty dollars a piece. Um, but I've learned from various people that the Cold Steel Norse Hawks are probably the way to go for a beginner set of of uh, axes slash tomahawks. So definitely check those out. Uh, I've been using those for a little while, and uh, they're very good. They're a lot lighter than the the Competition Hatchets, so. The head shape is a little different. It's got a, a curved edge instead of a flat edge, like a, like a hatchet would. So definitely start looking at those, and uh, please let me know if you decide to buy any and how you're using them and how you like them. And I can do this again later on with some more information. But so that's really it for everything you need to uh, start throwing. Um, other things that are helpful would be something for marking distances, so either tape on the ground or I used to just spray paint the ground in my grass. Um, some people will put little little ropes or something along the ground and stretch them out with some nails. And uh, really, it's up to you how you want to do it. But unless you're doing true instinctive throwing, it's help, definitely helpful at a glance to know what distance you're throwing from re- reliably and consistently. So uh, that's really it for this mini episode. And uh, we, again, we appreciate y'all listening. And uh, sharing it, and we've gotten some great feedback, and I do appreciate the community and the response to this podcast, and hope to do some some cool new things in the future. So, appreciate y'all listening. Thanks. Bye.